I would like to procure the bag. I want to be a rich bitch. Penthouse door man. Money, 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 rich bitch. Hey, give me that bag. Rich bitch. You're so rich. Oh, oh my god, I love this. Okay, you're giving influencer. <laughs> I'm giving influencer. I'm giving you makeup tutorial. Tutorial. L'Oreal. L'Oreal tutorial. L'Oreal. L'Oreal. We love. Um, welcome everyone to I Wanna Be a Rich Bitch again. Here we are. Uh- all the Hi, things. I miss Hi. you so much. I miss you too. I Get was just me back like, to New York. Oh. I was just saying that to my parents last night. I was like, I miss Sarah. Where is she? <laughs> you know where I was. Like, I, you, I was like, guys, you know she's closer to you than she is to me right now. <laughs> and they were like, really? They were like, oh my God, where is she? And we had a whole discussion. Um, oh, I Hers- love that. The Hershey Park of it all. Which oh, you my God. to enjoy, which is my childhood stomping ground. So tell me all about it. Okay, first off, how dare they? Second, it was so good. It was so much fun. It's so well taken care of. You know, when you like go to an amusement park and you're like, ooh, when was this maintained? Not here. Well, yeah, glorious. They, they definitely like wrap themselves in the pride of the park. Yeah, they really do. And I love that for them. And I rode like my first roller coaster ever was actually the Super Duper Looper Yay. in Hershey Park. I think we talked so, about yeah. this before. I love that ride. Yeah, I love it. And um, it was such a trip to like ride it again and be like, Oh my God, me and my dad, I was way too short for this. And he took me on there and was like, she's fine. And then helped me in as I was yeah. yeah. Um, mine was the comet, which I think is like right oh, across across comet the comet is incredible. Comet is, is actually like insane. It's kind of insane. I was like thrown out of a seat. I mean, not like in a dangerous, like I died kind of way, but like the first well, your hair. first time yeah. I went on, right, obviously. Um, but the first time I went on it as a kid, I remember like my butt came up out of the seat and I was like, No, no. <laughs> and when I oh, was a, no. and when I was a kid, I was probably about your size. So you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> you're really you're like five two. You're like I was full grown too. child yeah yeah, yeah. But, no um, um good it's, it's amazing and i loved uh we rode every single roller coaster we actually what we did was and there's this thing you can do so it was our one day to sleep in and it's still about an hour plus away from us because what is near us um so nothing. we nothing. <laughs> so we slept in and then we realized there were these passes that were called happy hour passes where you can buy they're from 4 p.m onward and we were like, oh, we're not going to get there till like 3.30, so let's get those. And they were like, no money. They are like 30 bucks or something. Because the, the, the tickets are like 150 a day now. I know. What? Okay, Disney. What in the... I know. I know. It used to not be like that. No, I remember it not. I remember my family. Like, I told them it was like 150 a day now. And they're like, what? In the... I was like, yeah. Yeah. But I remember, we went... I remember when it got to like 85, 90, and we were all like, what is happening? <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like it's like like what? Yeah, it's it's. I mean, she looks good, so I'm not gonna lie, but it's like they just put in that new roller coaster too, which was like yeah, Candemonium loved it. No, no, I mean yes, that one, but there was one. It was the Wildcat, and they took that down, and now Uh it's like Wildcat's Revenge or something. Yes, and it's retrofitted, so it's like still the old wooden coaster but they have iron now yeah. on the yeah it's amazing i remember Loved that it. it's like the 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 metal track and then the wooden structure yes yeah which is so in like why why it just doesn't i don't know it reminds i think me... it's because it was getting old and rickety and then they were like what can we do to make it smoother and streamlined I mean, without sure, tearing it down like, to be fair i do remember going on that coaster and like getting a headache 
because <laughs> it, it like shook the shit out of you. But also the comet is older than that by like 40 years. So right. like, well, why aren't we tearing that down in retrofit? Like, I mean, I think at this point that's probably protected by a histor- historical national landmark or something. Like that. Yeah, like, there's the there's the Comet Society, of course, who protects it. I'm sure, right. but <laughs> Haley Bop, um, yeah, Heaven's Haley Gate, Bop. Heaven, Heaven's Gate co-opted the Comet from Hershey Park, and so yeah, oh it's God. protected now. Yeah. I love it. No, but I loved it. I love the comment. I loved the new, the new, new one, which is the Candemonium. It's so much fun. What is it? Like, where, like, did it take the place of something? I'm so far behind on what's going on there. Well, if I were to describe the, the, the geography, it's like you walk in and you have that store with all the chocolatey goodness and all the wares right. and yeah. everything like that. And then you go through the main gate and literally like maybe like a hundred yards to your right is the new coaster. Like when you walk in. Oh, wow. So it's like right by the comet. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was that the wait, is that the yellow and blue one? There is a yellow and blue one. I don't think that's the yellow and blue one. I could okay. be wrong. We were there, there is for, a couple. We were there big for Christmas. Ones. And I like, I don't know if it's like new since Christmas or. Oh, maybe not. There. Yeah. I don't really know. Um, I don't know. I haven't like we went to the park for Christmas and we rode like the stupid like grandma rides. Like we did the scrambler. <laughs> I have a video of my Oh mom. no, not the scrambler. I know. I have a video of my mom on the scrambler and she's having the best time. It's so great. <laughs> you know what's oh, so we had funny? such a good time. Yeah, no, what's so funny is that I'll ride every ride. I'll ride the things that you are by yourself. They strap you in and they drop you like on a gen- bungee cord. Oh, I'll do all no, that. No, no, but I, I will I will 100% not, and I repeat, not do the scrambler because that's the one ride that made me throw up in my oh, life. Wow. See, like those, like my dad's better with coasters and not the spinny stuff. My mom is better mm-hmm. with the st- spinny stuff. So when we were kids, it was like, okay, we want to go on the Tilt-A-Whirl, so we're going to take mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we want to go on the Sidewinder, we're going to take dad. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was very, very much balance at uh, at Hershey Park. And then I worked there in high school. I worked at the hotel. How uh, was the hotel? In the dining room. It's beautiful. Uh, the staff there is nuts, but like... I actually worked with a woman, Sasha, who who you know now. Um, it mm-hmm. reminds me of this woman that I used to work with there. It's not her, but like they have such similar features to my memory, and I, mm. like I associate. It's so funny. Um, but the dining room was built in like 1930 or something like that, and like the uh, up until recently, I think they had the original carpet. It's this. Cir- it's called the circular dining room because it is in fact a circle, and all of the windows on the back side of it face the gardens. So it's like high ceiling windows with like gold and luxury. It's beautiful. That's gorgeous. Yeah, I made a lot. You know of what? Chocolate, there. chocolate makes you money. You know, chocolate. It sure do, it. and they put it in everything. They had these, um, this chocolate cherry bread that they would put on the table. There were like three different breads. It was like a sourdough. I think there was like a a pepper and thyme kind of bread thing and Yay. then they and then they did the chocolate cherry bread which was crazy and i love how this episode is now turning into a commercial for hershey park well i mean it like, should oh yes, guys seriously go <laughs> go to hershey park. no but seriously like after going to like um so i feel like i've been really knocking out of the park with like not disney but also amusement parks because like dollywood was iconic and oh so God, was yeah. this you're totally killing so it. I feel good about both of these, like, a lot. I haven't haven't really done, like, aside of, like, the Christmas adventure with my parents, which is, I mean, I guess it counts. We went to go see the lights. We took the train around the park. It was really fun. Um, We had, oh, God, I love my family. Um, Oh, my God, I love them. That's so iconic. 
before that, I don't think I'd been to an amusement park in years. I've done Six Flags mm. like once. I did Disney once for my 28th birthday, and that was the first and only time I'd ever been. Mm. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm not like it's not something that I'm like, you know what I really want to do today? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I also feel I was just talking about this yesterday on this really kind of wonderful date that I was on. Oh, I know. How, we'll talk. Um okay. about how a lot of those rides are just not retrofitted for people my size. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm gonna get in them and something's gonna malfunction under my fat ass, and I'm gonna end up like 70 feet in the other in the bushes dead. Like okay, wrapped, yeah, we don't wrapped want around a, a, a ride piece. Like, you know, like, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, we don't want that. We no, don't want but, that at all. So I have like a little bit of anxiety around going on things like that. Like I would never bungee jump because you definitely did not test this on someone my size. Oh, yeah. And like, you probably shouldn't do it anyway. I mean, I agree. I've seen like I'm insane. On, so I've don't, seen too I don't... many TikTok videos where like the cord snaps, you know? <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> Just... take me as any example of what actually to do. So don't worry about that. Yeah, no, no, no I don't no. think anyone should actually. I think it's not really the yeah. the, the thing. I'm down, I'm down to like parasail. I'm like parasailing mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. water water skiing or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I wanna um skydive really bad. I don't want to do that. Uh, like I think yeah. par- parasailing is my answer to skydiving. Okay. Like we're not we're not gonna jump out of a plane, but if you put but. me on a parachute and drag me along with a boat, I'm cool with that. <laughs> You're For like as long reason, as I'm that's fine. on the ground or the water, <laughs> so just, we're, we're okay. Like, attached to something that is on the ground. Um, no, I, I get also, that. We were also talking about hot air balloons yesterday and how they're kind oh. of dumb. Like yes, they're idiot. They're one. so they're so dumb. Like like it's a basket it's a basket and i mean like i get it you go like to go up and you see the views and blah 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 blah. there's nothing in between you that's like just this much of thing yeah it makes me nervous i don't know and also i'm tall so maybe like my hair would catch on fire Mm, mm -hmm. you know like some product would be like some rogue piece i'm sensing a trend like you're like i would do that but then i would probably die oh i would do that but i'm probably gonna die and i I think this is new too i wonder if this is like a 30 something thing oh i was just gonna ask yeah i have like i have like fears of things that i would never have been afraid of before because in my 20s it was like yeah fuck it let's do it let's go right Right. And no, now I'm like, I feel hmm, that. If I do that, it's like I don't know if it's like the responsible adult part of me kicking mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. something, but it's it's not, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, let's go on all the roller coasters and it doesn't matter if the bar is tight enough. Like let's just go. Let's let's rock mm-hmm. it. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, I no. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so no. No. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I feel like there is something to that because there's things I feel like, you know, I always felt like I was 13 going on 45. So there were things when, even when I was little, I was like, this bar is not, I'm, cause I'm had the opposite thing where I was so small that no matter how far the bar goes, baby girls slipping right out. Okay. Yeah. I get that. I don't, I don't want that now. I'm okay because I'm a, a grown adult, adult <laughs> five foot two, uh, you know, woman. So oh, she got the hips now gal. So, um, the hips and I do the feel better. The hips and the tits. So those will stop me from, or at least cushion my fall. Um, I knew you were going to say that before you said it. I knew it. I know you know me too well. Of course, I'm going to talk about it. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like I was actually pretty anxious as a kid about it. I, I remember being like in one of the rides and I just felt like I was like, and there we go. And I was like, oh, my God. What if I like you, let and go? And then you get that weird adrenaline rush that's like, yes. it's exciting, but you're going to poop and throw up at the so same exciting. time. So exciting. Yeah, dude pee myself yeah I feel like um it's one of those things where like 
I think what happened was is my dad got me started so young, hooked on roller coasters that now I'm just like, oh, more. I gotta have more roller coasters. <laughs> She's you a know? coaster junkie. She's a coaster the coast junkie. queen. She yeah. coasts. We love. Um, you know, remember how? Speaking of people, accidents on. Okay, this is weird, but remember Fabio? Yeah. On the on the roller coaster that was at Bush Gardens in Virginia, where I you know around where I grew up, ish, and it was a goose, and it was on Apollo's chariot. I um, love. Oh my god, we need to talk about this. Oh my god, this. Williamsburg. Williamsburg. Okay, so obviously, like you know, the family took a vacation, and when I was in middle school, of and we went. We went to Colonial Williamsburg. Colonial, yeah. To see all mm-hmm. the colonization. And then we mm-hmm. went to yeah. Bush, Bush Gardens and yeah. water, Wild Water Kingdom. Is that what it was? Um, 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 Whatever the water park Water is. Country USA. Water Country USA, that's it. Yeah. Um, And we did Apollo's Chariot like over and over and over again because there was no oh line. And we just like kept going on and kept going on and kept going on. And it's closed. They took it down. What? It's gonzo. Like, no, I, I used to ride it. I know. It was so fun. I loved that ride. And then we oh, also did. Oh, I loved did, it. We did um uh the Alpengeist. Yes, Alpengeist, yep. Oh wait, no, maybe Alpengeist is the one that's back that's down. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the big bad The Alpengeist wolf. is the one with the top toboggans. Alpengeist is that. Right, because it's the 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 snow the, snow of it all. Abominable yeah. snowman kind of thing. Of it, yeah, no, of Apollo's, it, yeah. Apollo's chariot was is not taken down. That thing Okay, I would say because like, that one's such a so iconic that like if they took that down, I'd be like, why do you guys like hate yourselves? Right. Like, Are why you did you do that? <laughs> did you go out of business now? <laughs> but like, no, I'm thinking of Alpengeist. Okay, um, okay, good, good, but good. Apollo's, no offense, I mean, Alpengeist, still, but we we rode that too. I mean, like it was it's yeah. like, two hundred and ten feet and you go like seventy miles an hour down the hill, like you were just falling straight down in a free fall it is it is that the one one of the ones at hershey park was 215 feet and i was like free fall that has to be a new one that's a new one yeah Yeah. and i was like this is crazy i love it yeah i I think i think at the time that we went apollo's chariot was was like the tallest roller coaster in the country or the world or something something like that yeah it's no longer but it was back then um, and like Big Bad Wolf was there. Mm-hmm. Big Bad Wolf, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think what I know. Big Bad Wolf, Alpengeist, and Apollo Chair. I can't think. Of I loved Oktoberfest because it's just like beer and and you just and people dance. We never went. That wasn't like a thing. My I think my older sister would do that now, and my dad yeah. probably would. My and you know what, my family would probably do it. I think we would. Yeah. We would all do an Oktoberfest now that I think about it. It was super fun. They would just sing. They get in a circle and they sing like crazy German like October Schnitzel songs, and then they have like a buffet, and then they. You get mugs or whatever, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> and it's like so random. It's so good. I love Bush Gardens. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah, no, I had we had a really good time when we were there, but that was the only time we ever really went. Mm. Why was that, that was 16 it. year old that would ask for like, where? What's the Fabian seat? And they'd be like, it's that one in the front right. And I'd be like, cool, put me in there. That's so. Funny. I would like try to sit there. Yeah, Fabian but there was might a be. Net. There was a yeah. net then because the birds that came up to get him, like they don't happen anymore because there's like a net now. That's so funny. No, when uh, Fabio might be the reason why I have like a thing for guys with long hair. Oh, it's very yeah. possible because I he I like clocked him when I was probably like ten years older, <laughs> or younger, and was like, I want to touch your hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like it's like probably some core memory we both have where we both were like long head uh, men. I know. Well, and this is also a thing that we need to talk about about my situation yesterday because okay. the huh. long-haired Greek of it all. <laughs> oh, you know I'm into that. I know. You know Literally. I am too. <laughs> I know. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Mm, anyway, yes. I don't I don't want to say anything about but uh, you know, it was uh, yeah, it's good. That's it's, freaking good awesome. I I haven't heard you be this excited in a long time. So that's pretty cool. Well, cuz I'm not excited about anything, you know, like Oh shit. I literally texted about this last night. Um, yes. But like I've been single for almost 10 years. Yeah. Uh the last one ended badly as they tend sure. to do. And sure. I've gone on dates here and there with people, and I've I think I've like briefly, briefly, briefly dated people very short term, um, in the interim. But I, it's just not something that I've been terribly focused on because like there's more that I want to do than just date. One hundred percent. And I think it's a phobia that I have in a sense where like I see people who have a lot of promise and ambition and goals and whatever, and then they get into a relationship and all of that ambition mm-hmm. and goals go away. Yikes. And yeah, yeah, and like I'm just so afraid that that's what's going to happen to me because I know that in the last couple, the last two relationships I was in (laughs) over a decade ago, that's Mm kind of what I did, and it just Mm. like I had this moment where it's like you aren't doing anything, stop it, and Mm. so well you were so much younger then. I feel like you're a totally different person now, and I was just coming out of cancer and shit, and there was a lot on. I'm very much a different person for the better, and so Uh see, I don't know. It's like. <clears throat> you know it's not something that I actively look for and this just kind of happened and it was after I started right. doing my morning pages on the artist way and I had maybe written something about this and so like the next day manifest <laughs> manifested well that's so true because you know Mike man- manifested me just as much as I manifested him we both made lists of what we were looking for but we didn't want to settle for anyone so it was like, you have this and this and this and this and this. And both of us met all of these specific things. It was very interesting. Yeah. And I think there's a way to manifest that. But I also think when you say you don't really need a relationship and you are and you know yourself really well and you're doing you, that's when a person comes along that actually does um, enhance your life, not take over it. Do you know what I mean? Where you don't yeah. lose your... It, I just think it's very important to like... Me, for example, I've never done that where I just don't do things... And I, and I, <clears throat> my career was always like, you yeah. know, my dreams are always, um, it's not even until recently where I feel like I was, I kind of was the other way too much. You know, I was kind of the person that was like putting people like here a little bit because my dreams and career were like, you know, yeah. even in a relationship and yeah. I don't do that now, but I, I think that was something I had to figure out too, almost the opposite, just like. You know, it doesn't have to just be about acting and your career and what you want to do. You have to, you're connecting with a human being. You know, this is important yeah. and it enhances your life no, as opposed sure. to obstructing, right? Totally. Well, you and know? I also, I, th- I also think part of it is like, you know, what I was doing career-wise and what you were doing career-wise and still are, are were different in the sense right. that like, I'm doing theater, so I'm leaving town for three months. Mm-hmm. Or like I'm leaving town for five months. I'm oh yeah, yeah. And so it like even if I would start something, it's like, well, hi. And I worked all the time, so it was like, okay, I'm you gonna were. be here. I'm gonna be here for two weeks, and then I'm gone for two months, and then I'll be back for three weeks, and then I'm gone for four months. And so it was just a whole lot of that. And you know, yeah. I think that prompted me to make a lot of friendships on the road. <laughs> you know, friendships, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, some of whom I still speak to today, but it definitely got in the way of like me wanting to be like, I'm going to date people because it mm-hmm. just felt hopeless. It was like, why bother starting anything? You're going to be gone, bitch. Like just, just focus on what you're doing. And right. that's just what happened. And then when I right. did finally start to be like, no, I'm going to try something with these people. 
it was terrible and it was because they were the wrong person and it was nothing anyone right. did. It was a lot of circumstantial shit and cancer being one of them. Um, but the big C, yeah, the big, the big old C that cunt. Yeah. But yeah, I think, and, but headspace wise, I've been thinking about this a lot, uh, even since yesterday. And it's kind of like, no, I think I have enough agency over myself now that I feel yes. like the, the, there could be balance but well I mean we'll see maybe this is not so much about this particular individual but it's more so about like an era that I'm entering I agree with that yeah of like, that could easily be that too of like being which less, is good yes about being like less afraid of, of looking for something because it would just get obstructed with what I'm doing and more so just like time management of it because I'm not leaving mm-hmm. here anytime soon I'm not running away for four months so you know that. that's um <laughs> Don't, please don't. As someone who ran away for just a couple weeks, don't leave. (laughs) Just please stay where you are. And that's that's the thing about theater, too. I love it so much, but I do not miss it for that reason. I don't miss it. I don't miss going to the middle of bumfuck nowhere and and sitting Mm -hmm. there for pennies for, uh, for pay, you know, to work your fucking ass off for an audience of 25 people. You know, like, not that that was the case all the time. That happened from time to time. But, you know, I was lucky in the in the sense that the places I worked at were okay you know right. sans some situations <laughs> with artistic directors and whatnot but like huh, yeah. i was proud of the work i was doing i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, i think that just wasn't you know that's just not it for some people there's a reason too why i didn't you know as a comedy person but also like everyone has been asking me as i've been here like sarah do you do stand up like do you do you know and i'm like i did i used to a little bit and then when i realized that i would be on the road so much time of the year at like two in the morning in Reno or something you know what I mean I'd be the only girl you know I'd be the woman let me talk to you about my relationship with Reno (laughs) yeah exactly it is over a decade long and it is tumultuous Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. no I I hear that though and it really kind of was just more exciting in my 20s because it was like (gasps) I get to leave town I was chosen I get to do this show yeah that is really cool though yeah, and it felt so, it was so validating and felt so good to do all the time, but it just isn't tenable now. hmm Well, also, like, I don't know. I feel like as you get older and you're, whether you're making more money, whether you're figuring yourself out more, there's all these things that become more clear. Um, and you realize what you really like and what you really just don't like. And I'm, a, I'm definitely a traveling gal. Like, I love traveling, love going different places, but I also want to be able to, experience the culture experience the local things um learn favorite. something learn something from where i'm at um to be surrounded by others that want to also experience life and like really learn but it's just hard sometimes when you're like um sometimes in areas that maybe feel depressed or sometimes you're in an area where like the things that you are very much accustomed to on a base level don't exist mm-hmm. it's just very telling and honestly there's been a lot of learning i feel like i've learned a lot though here because um you know, this is a blue state, Pennsylvania. Um, it's it's purple, but it's getting there. Sure, but it's but I but it's not it, it's not lost on me why sometimes um, people be like, wait, how did that state go red, or why all of a sudden did they not vote for a, a Democrat? It's like, well, they're not really doing a great job. You know, no. Well, I think and, I don't. And... I'm not surprised that sometimes it goes certain ways, even though it's history or like I even like, um, what do you call it? Um, like Midwestern states typically too, you know, they didn't vote for Hillary the last time, two times ago. And it was shocking 
You know what I mean? Um, but they felt disenfranchised. And I can see why the minimum wage in Pennsylvania is $7.25. The fuck? What the fuck? And even like, even I, I would say that the cost of living has become comparable to what New York City was two years ago. And I also think, I mean, the guy that they have in office now is great. We love him. Yeah. Um, we're glad he won. He's kind of a, a dark horse in the sense that like mm. he was he was like not a an institutional, you know, politician. Cool. Um, okay. And he's not 95. That's cool. No, no, no. I think he's like 50 something. I want to say Oh my god, he's a baby in politics. He just got born. I know it's oh John John Feinerman. Am I saying that? I, I he's like a here. little babu. He's a little babu. I might have I want to get this correct, so I'm gonna look this up. Um yeah, Gov <laughs> of PA is uh, oh John Josh Shapiro. Cool, so close. He's he's 50. Okay. He's a baby. And he, okay, sorry. He's For not politics. Who, he is not who I'm talking about. He mm. was the AG of Pennsylvania, but mm. he is he is a Democrat. Who is John Feinerman? Hang on a second. I think he's something else. John Feinerman. Oh, Fetterman? Mm. Yes. Okay, sorry. John Fetterman. He's the dude, he's a senator um from Pennsylvania. He's yeah. from he's from West Reading, which is where my grand parents lived and where i was born mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, i know where west Reading is yeah. yes mm -hmm. yes yes um and he was the lieutenant governor of pennsylvania and was the mayor of braddock pennsylvania mm -hmm. um but he's like the dude that shows up in the senate with like a sweatshirt on mm. he's very not institutional like kind Love of against the green. he's 54 <clears throat> 54 years old so pennsylvania has like some pretty young young people in office the governor's 50 he's 54 there's the state rep for uh, Pennsylvania in the Senate. I love that like, that's young. That's how that's how messed up politics are. That that's young, but it's true. It is. <laughs> but it's, sorry, it's but young. I know. I not know. to not to read um them to filth, but that it, you know what I mean. And I know. But what but what kills me too is that it's such a it's such a great it's a great state. There's a lot going for it. There's a lot beautiful. I mean the mountains, hey girl. But um what killed me and I have two stories that really resonated with me and actually made me feel so like oh my God, America, like, what are we doing? Um, just in the way, every time I go to Los Angeles for the many years I have, and I see the tent communities and what's happened over there with the homelessness. And it's just been, in, it's just been, wow. Um, I just feel like our country is, needs to do so much better. Um, but anyway, uh, we were at CVS and I was just picking up a few things. Cause you know, we're like, okay, we need snacks. We need blah, blah, blah. We're getting stuff. And this, um, grandma, who's barely like able to walk is on her cart. And she's like, I'm sorry, honey, can you show me where the melatonin is? And it's like, just her. And I'm like thinking, first off, I'm sad. Where's the rest of her family? She's very old. And I feel like she's not has the mobility and stuff. And she drove here, obviously. So I'm like, oh gosh, you know? And I'm like, yeah, it's over here. So I walk her to the melatonin. And I'm reading her all the bottles. And she, I literally read her the cheapest one, which was $9.99. And she had told me how she wasn't sleeping because she couldn't get melatonin. And I said, oh, well, this one's $9.99 for bubble. And she's like, that's too much money. I can't afford that. And I was just like, I'll buy it for you. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but this isn't about me being cool. It's more about like being shocked that someone who has worked her whole life or whatever, lived her whole life in this country, I'm sure has some social security, I'm sure has something, is not able to afford melatonin, which is a supplement, which is a $9.99 yeah. melatonin. And well, I was also looking. Oh, sorry. What were you gonna say? No, no, no. I I was just gonna say. I also think that there are 
swaths of women of a certain age who are are going to be in that position because they were not career women. They are living on right. like <clears throat> their dead husband's pensions or whatever the whatever yeah. the fuck. And so, yeah, I mean, like they're living on a shoestring because they were told not to do anything with their lives because they were there to serve their husbands and make babies and then yeah. live the rest of your life comfortably. Well, where are those damn whatever. babies taking care of this woman? I mean, I, I just I'm like and, and I looked around at the prices, too, of CVS and they're like the same basically of New York, yeah. almost similar. And yet we're in like a town in Pennsylvania that I've never heard of. And it's just really it's really messy because the median income I looked it up was um, $31,000. Yeah. And why are the prices not different here? And well, and the rent, the rent prices there are disproportionate to that too. I mean, it's it's like, we're talking like New York city, 2015 prices in New York. Now Um, I've said, I said years ago that Allentown, Pennsylvania is going to become the next Brooklyn because it's about the same distance away as Brooklyn is. It's an hour by car. from allentown to new york city and they've started to do a lot of um housing renovations there new builds uh refurbishing downtown areas like down like bethlehem eastern allentown area which is where my parents like originally Mm -hmm. lived is beautiful there's a lot of really nice stuff there and it's still relatively affordable the taxes in pennsylvania are lower and i've been saying for years allentown will be the new brooklyn because you can commute in there from there easy Oh, wow. There's plans to expand Amtrak through Reading, Pennsylvania. And I'm hoping to fuck that they will include Allentown in that because Allentown used to be a huge Amtrak hub. Mm -hmm. Huge. And then it yes. just stopped. And there's a lot of history there that we don't need to go in, go into. But Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. like, is it, it's it's trying. Um, yeah. They just they just introduced some legislation, I think, this last week that is um, for a 32 hour work week for 40 hour work week pay and benefits. Okay. Which is because they European, need it. Very European, but very progressive. Yes, it is. So they need it. I, I, yeah. I feel like I've had multiple conversations though with people who are actually watching the strike and the unions fight back and are saying that inspires them. And I have to say at the hotel I'm staying at, which I won't name because this is dragging them hard. Um, <laughs> they're a national chain. They have tons of money, tons of money, ton, 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 tons. And this woman has been working since she's been making, she made $8 and something since in the eighties. She makes $13 now an hour. That's bullshit. And she can barely afford her home. And her husband's dead. And she's actually still getting charged for his Verizon bill because they don't, they said they don't believe the death certificate. So she's so underwater. She's telling us about this. And I go, well, aside from the, the, the first off, from the Verizon standpoint, I, I, I have a lot of thoughts on that. I mean, I have a Verizon phone. It's not like I don't, whatever. But um, what kills me is that maybe it was even the late 70s. She was making eight something. So she was making decent at the time. Yeah. But because there's no union, no one cares. No, if you complain, you're out. They'll take the money from this particular chain and then they'll um say, Yeah, we're gonna use it to do bonuses or use it to upgrade the stuff. And believe me, ain't nothing upgraded in here. Okay. And they'll buy each other like a boat or buy a street and name it after this hotel or buy a da-da-da. And that's where the money goes. It doesn't go to the workers who worked here for her over 30 years you know, and makes 13 an hour. That's insane. How do you even, I was making 13 an hour in like 2007. 
Mm-hmm. And the minimum wage in New York is what, like seventeen dollars? I think unless it's sixteen something, sixteen I think it's fifteen unless they've changed it recently. Sure. Either way, but, our but minimum like, wage in our state is le- is more than what she's making after an increase in in yeah. years and decades of service. Yeah, but I mean, but like, yeah, that's ain't nobody paying fifteen dollars an hour here. I'm not leaving the house for under thirty. Like that's just no. Well, that's you know we're lucky in that that's exactly how I feel. I'm 35. I mean, come on, let's like let's be real. It's not good. You know what I mean? And I I yeah. think what the thing is is like there's no option for that here. The no. jobs aren't here for that. And I so mean, I'm you just can watching find something remote or like you know that way. But mm-hmm. fuck, I mean, it's just and they're all suffering they're not eating yeah. enough they're not they can tell that they're not taking care of themselves and it's just really it's really depressing that we're a first world country um but we're not yeah by like by like global metrics of being a first world country we're not mm-hmm. we don't have free health care we have a no. huge home housing problem yep we're just not yeah you know america's giving get out <laughs> it's giving the sunken place yeah Yeah, it's 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 giving that it makes me me sad because i see that all the time in like even my sisters and i were talking about doing like a nice thing for my parents that would involve Mm -hmm. hiring hiring someone to come to the house and do something and i was Mm -hmm. like do we like do we know someone who knows someone to do this because i don't need someone coming up in here and stealing shit for drug money because like that's it's not that they live in a bad area they live in a beautiful Mm -hmm. area but you know the the poverty levels and the drug use issues. Yeah, the drug here, use. Yeah, locally, like people are just willing to nick off anything to to get money. Like it's it's scary, and mm-hmm. I don't blame them. That's the mm-hmm. shitty part. I don't blame them because yeah. like things have not kept up, and everyone just feels so fucked and hopeless. And you see all these articles about like people don't want to work anymore, which first of all are just like the business Ugh. owners bitching that they can't take advantage of workers the same way that they used to. Thank you. That's exactly what that is. I don't know anyone who's like, is. yeah, I don't want to work at all. Like I don't want money. Like I don't want to be, well, I you mean, know, feeding myself. To, to make that differentiation, no one wants to work. I don't want to work. Sure. I want to have money doing something that I love doing that doesn't feel like work. I, sure. by, and by work, I mean, go work for someone and like make them rich where yeah. I don't also get something out of it beyond a paycheck. And I think that's sure. what we're seeing with like younger generations. They're like, none of this is working out for y'all. So no. unless there's something else in it for me, like you can keep your paycheck. I'll go look for something else. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it just is so. We're not stop buying diamonds anymore. What's wrong with us? Right. Like how about we look at the price that you're paying us for to do shit? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just. I like I I I feel like we've gotten to a point where it's so far gone and so broken that it's never going to get fixed and I don't want to be in that headspace <laughs> where there's no hope because then it yeah. really is like why am I leaving my apartment and why like who cares right <laughs> no I I, I know what you're saying I just know that there can be such a difference with different leadership and and I mean local leadership I'm not talking about like you know let's be real like a president is a president they can do a lot of damage we've seen that um they can do a lot of good we've seen that but really when it comes to like a local community it's like who are your elected officials where is the money going where is where are things being are is there is there infrastructure issues are there and it's such at a it's such at a level that it's like wow how did it get this bad and of course it got that bad because the people who are 
making a lot of decisions are patting themselves on the back and giving themselves bonuses while everyone else around them is just, you know, feeling disenfranchised. Yeah. And rightfully so. And I I think what we're going to see in the near future is like the pay rate that people are getting Mm -hmm. to work is going directly towards their necessities. And so anything above and beyond that is just not going to be tended to. And so these franchises and corporations that have infiltrated small towns that Mm -hmm. don't give a shit about your cost of living, um, as long as they make a profit, are going to start disappearing at the same rate that the small businesses are going to start disappearing at. Right. And then it's just going to be, you know, I saw a TikTok the other day that is like, for the future, unless you know how to build a community and make your own food, you're fucked. And I think that that's why, because the they're not going to budge. They're not going to make any money changes mm-hmm. unless it's legislated to do so. Mm-hmm. You know, minimum wage hasn't changed in Pennsylvania. And like, <laughs> since I was living there, I think minimum wage when I was living there almost 20 years ago was six seventy five. Yeah. So it's gone up 75 cents in 20 years. Like that's well, that's the national minimum wage is 725. That's why it went up. Like Georgia's oh, technically okay. still at five dollars. Georgia's still at five dollars and fifty-one cents. But because of the national average, they have to ad- adhere to that, even though their laws say five dollars. Five dollars with the n- new increase in our MTA and the new increase in our and in- to get on the subway that just happened, like they can't even go two ways on a subway. Yeah. Um five dollars. Pennsylvania is apparently hang on there's some movement here cool josh shapiro we love um okay the minimum wage is set at 725 uh the measure this measure uh would gradually increase the minimum wage to 15 in the first oh it's a gradual okay right so it's changing it to 15 dollars by 2026 (laughs) which is still Mm -mm. still a joke but i guess it's better than nothing um It's, yeah, the Pennsylvania minimum $15 minimum wage bill. So it's going to be cool. $11 in the first year, then 13 in 2025, and then finally 15 in 2026. Okay. I mean, I get that because I'm, sh- I'm sure there's certain small businesses. I do understand that there's certain small businesses, like, it will kill them if it goes to 15 like that. Yeah. I, I mean, there will be huge layoffs if they do that. They need to, like, have yeah. to prepare for it. So I, I get the tapering of it all. I do I do think that makes sense. Um, It's not, but it's not like, okay, but what happens in those two years when someone really needs the money? But um, yeah, there's no real great solution. I think that's actually a really um, thoughtful one in a way. Um, yeah. It's a process, of course. Um, yeah, dude, it's just, it's just very eye-opening. I actually have yeah. hope though. I don't, I don't feel like, but we have to get it together. Yeah. You really, know, I, really, really quick. New York is yeah. doing a similar thing. Um, where it's pursuant to legislation signed by the governor that we're going to have a gradual increase to to 17 an hour in New York, Long Island and Westchester um, through 2026. So it'll be 16 an hour for 2025. Right. uh, And then 2026 will be 17. And then the rest of the state outside of Long Island, New York, Westchester will stay Mm -hmm. at 16. Right. Which, like, I mean, if we're going to talk about keeping up with inflation shit, like that minimum wage needs to be like, $40 $40 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Truly. No, I'm not either. Um, I mean, that's the thing. It's like the cost of everything, um, the supply chain, how it's been, the inflation of it all. It's just so messy. If we had better a better infrastructure that was had better checks and balances and was a more unified structure, 
we wouldn't be dealing with this like this. I think that's why we are, quote unquote, a first world country that has like third world problems, because we're also disconnected. I mean, each, each state is so self-governed in a way, it thinks it is self-governed in a way, when in reality, it's like we're still one sovereign nation, quote unquote. And it's very interesting to see such a difference between this county to that, this state to that. I don't know other countries have that, but we're such a giant country that's so divided and so split up and so gerrymandered. It's like, well, there's that part. Uh, there's all that whole part, you know, it's like people voting against their interests, pe people voting for things that they actually don't affect them or people. It's just like, uh, uh but yeah, that, that grandma who couldn't afford $9 of something just destroyed me, you know? Yeah. Sign bucks. And she's like, I can't sleep, but I guess I have to wait till it's on a coupon comes out. I'm like, what, you know, um, it's just oh like, God. wow. I just would have bought it the whole damn shelf. I know. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like so weird, but it does make me understand why people are very disenfranchised no matter what's going on, no matter what's happening leadership wise. I feel like people are just like, I hey, I don't well, feel any better now. So, you know. yes, yes. And what I don't understand about that then too is that that also tells me that they're not listening to whomever right. and i understand when you don't have your basic needs covered like listening and paying attention who gives a who shit cares? about anything else yeah, yeah who exactly cares? but like there isn't a single person in on the red side of the aisle that is trying mm -hmm. to get people paid more money they're no. like well we'll just tax cut some people to make the billionaires richer. yeah we'll make we'll make rich people have more money not right. you and it'll not trickle it'll trickle down like fuck that because like the, and so many platforms as we're seeing in, in the now mm -hmm. currently democratic state of pennsylvania they're yeah. trying to get double the minimum wage in two years which is great yeah that's but wonderful like, i just don't understand the voting against your best interest thing like why like yeah no I, it's if it's i stupid. came to you and i said hey i know you have ten dollars right now but i'm going to give you 20 and then the people over here are like i know you have ten dollars right now but we're going to give you two like the math also also you're a woman and we don't believe your body is your choice so right, have a problem right. with that i'll be believe, like mm, we don't mm, believe that your husband died like fuck mm. off yeah we we don't believe that you should be able to open a bank account i don't know baby you got a vagina i don't know yeah i know it's it's true it's very obvious where you should go it's just like i think i see why there's a just it's just a it's just a lot of um misinformation haha <laughs> um and they um and people just feeling like they're not taken care of no matter what's going on. But that's really, you have to put things in place to then have them happen. It doesn't happen overnight. You have to put things in place that are then supported, that are voted up and then followed through for yeah. you to benefit. And so that's a process, unfortunately. And I feel like people, you know, which understandably, if you're going hungry, like, okay, cool process, just freaking <laughs> do something like great process. Don't care. Like, you know, no, so. I'm kind of like, am I going to go live with my parents again at some point? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they would love that, but um, no, I don't think they would. And frankly, oh, just I, kidding. Your dad's like, no, I'm the biggest fan, but I don't want to. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I don't think anyone in, in, in that situation is happy. No. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. That has to be. I feel like there's a reason why. And and I always had this too as like a teenager. There's a reason why at some age we're like, I gotta go. Yeah. That's like a natural thing. Unfortunately for me, it was 15. And I was like, I gotta get out of here. That's and I really still have yeah. another three. 
I was like looking at uh, Frank Sinatra High and LaGuardia High School to like get the fuck out of Pennsylvania. And mm-hmm. I was like, um, our godparents lived outside of Allentown. I was like, well, if I live in Allentown, I can just like commute in for school mm-hmm. every day. Like, mm-hmm. insane. <laughs> I'll just stay with Well, you wanted to go. Friends. I did. I, I don't blame you. I needed to leave and I did, but it took too long. Um, oh, Not wow. really. You crushed it, to be honest. You've been here. To be honest, I think you, you need to give yourself more credit. You got here really young. I did. And again, like I, t- whenever I talk about that, I think it's so funny. Cause it's like, I was 18, like no parents, no money, no job, no plan, no college situation, like nothing. And I was like, I'll make it work. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a leap uh, of faith. And I, and I, and I wanted to ask you since we're, um, we're talking about the artist way, how's that going for you? Do you want to talk about it at all? Yeah, no, we totally can. Um, so I just started the artist way, which um, I I probably should be paying better attention to, like reading the actual book outside of doing just pages and whatever else. Um, yeah, on all your assignments in the in the chapter itself. Yeah, yeah, because I'm not doing that, but I have started doing. Oh. I have been doing the morning pages, sort mm-hmm. of. Um, okay. the first the first two days I totally did them, and it really does change the way that my day starts. Um, Mm -hmm. like I can feel a a palpable difference. Um, then there were two or three days in a row where like, I only had time to write like a little paragraph. And so like, that's Mm -hmm. what I did. And that was, I just had to like get my ass up and go to work. Um, but I did it again this morning and that was good. And I'm really enjoying reconnecting with journaling and three pages feels like a lot, but I'll tell you when I was doing one page, twice a day i would do one page when i woke up and one page when i'd go to bed um this is better because it almost mm. like exhausts your narrative your internal narrative yeah yeah i mean to me it got to the point where three pages who cares i didn't even look at the page i would just be scribble scrabbling writing all the most random shit in my head oh my god i know and, and it'd be like, like 10 minutes later and it's done not even five you my know handwriting is so bad i like go back oh, it's great I tried to like tell my parents about something that I wrote in in it yesterday and I was like paging through and I was like, you know what? I can't even read these words. It's fine. But you're not like, supposed to. No, I know. I know. That's the whole thing. Um, Don't read them, you know? Yeah. But then like going, because I, I think I texted you this too. I'm literally like laying on my side in bed with like one eye open and the pen on the page, just like making mm-hmm. sure I'm on the line. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it the best. Go, completely off the rails but yeah i mean it's going pretty well i do need to like read the rest of the book yeah no i think yeah that's not even that's journaling like largest way is like you have to you have to read the chapter first and i do it like in a bath or like something you know what i mean just like make it a thing and then like glass of wine you know and then they have their their questions at the end which is your assignments for the week and you want to do all of those over the week course of the week and you want to do your morning pages every morning and you want to do i think you have an artist date I believe. Yeah. And that was really, I have to say during lockdown, but also after lockdown, it's really after lockdown when things started to pick up again, this really helped me because I did the sequel, um, which I need to redo because I got all the way to the 16th, 15th chapter and then some crazy shit happened. And I was like, oh shit, you know, and that I want to start over. Um, but the self dates were incredible. Like taking myself to a museum, coming up with really fun stuff for me just yeah. about me and what I want. And, and especially in deep lockdown, there was like virtual museum tours I did, or I'd watch a movie and like light candles and drink wine, or I'd like um, 
do a meditation that was just about something about for me. I wouldn't think about anyone else about my, you know, just me. And then it really does when you, when you do the artist way, it really is important to do all the things because it really does holistically um, create something in you. And after like a little bit of time, it becomes so much easier, you know, because you, you let it's in your schedule now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I'm so glad that, I mean, but the morning pages are like number one. So the fact that you're doing them is great. And I like that they've, you know, you never, it, there, it, there's really nothing but good stuff that can come of them. Even if yeah. you're writing, which I've done, fuckity fuck, stupid fucking fuck, 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 dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> Why the fuck is it so hot? This is stupid as fuck, blah, blah, blah. You know, like what happened with blank? I wish this was this way. Why is this happening? What's going on? Even if it's like negative, like, rah, 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 it's like word vomit. It's like, and then there's some that are like, the world is a beautiful place filled with, you know what I mean? It's just like, it, right. it just doesn't. This, I think this morning I had a moment where I was like, it's a beautiful day today. So I'm going to go outside and do the things and then I'm going to have a thing and then I'm going to go do this. And I'm going to, yeah. And I was kind of like making a list for myself of the things yep. that I wanted to do, do that all the time. Yeah. Yep, I, I do mean, that all the time. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's just kind of like the way that it's shaping out to be, but I do need to get more consistent with it. And I do need to actually mm -hmm. like read the rest of the book. Cause I was like, Oh, pages and, and self dates. Cool. We're done. Yeah. No, there's <laughs> so much more that she writes. There's so many things that she writes that you're just like, I have a yeah. highlighter and I'll just be like, damn, the yeah, quotes. Well, and, like, Yo. and even, even just like reading the, the intro of the pages and whatnot, I was like, it's like tons of examples of people who have done this and what happened to them. I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Move to the part where I have to do mm -hmm. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the thing is too, is it's like, it's like a, it's a, it's a lesson on patience. It's a lesson on being alone with yourself um in like such a in such a cerebral way as opposed to like i'm alone but i'm scrolling or i'm or i'm you know and i really right and i really needed to to do that i think it was hard really hard for me at first but it really reshaped my brain honestly um you know it i because of the artist way at the very end and i don't want to like give promises that it's different for everybody but I was blocked um, creatively post-divorce and I hadn't really written anything. Yeah. I did Dr. Seeds and that was right before everything went down. Um, and I felt very creatively blocked. And then after doing the artist way, I wrote two series full on and I made like five pitch decks and I got my show. There was one day and it's called the E3 experiment. There's this other book called the E3 experiment. And it's basically, um, or E squared experiment. I can't remember, but, um, the first chapter is you telling the universe. You're like, hey, bitch, if you're real, blow my mind in 24 hours. I, we, I don't... Talked, we talked about this. Yeah. And yeah. it that's the one where I, the next day, my show was on Amazon. After months of them saying, it's going to come on, I promise, it's going to go. So it's like, I need to get tapped into that again because, you know, like we're saying right now, I think it's it's never good to lose hope. And I think we have to keep our hope going. And I think... Yeah tapping into ourselves creatively taps into like a flow of some sort of thing that, that is the answer to a lot of things that yeah. is hard to verbalize, but does help. Um, yeah. Well, and I heard, I heard this whole big talk about um, burnout today. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, fuck if I'm not burnt out right now um, after the last yeah. two, two years yeah. of my fucking life. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that the person talking said was about, like like the doing the creative things and not making it a, a reward but just making it something you do as part of your day because if you make it as a reward then you're in this headspace of like oh I can only do that once I finish doing what I'm doing right. now 
Um, and and also, what's the outcome? What am I getting from this? When if you just right. do it, it's like it's just a thing you do, you know? Yeah. And so I think, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I have the time right now, unfortunately, because the work of it all. Um, but I don't know. Maybe there's like still one or two more songs bouncing around in my head that I need to finish. I mean, there's probably really more like five. So maybe yeah. that's like I just take a day and do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like a dope date. Sounds fun. I love like my favorite dates are my dates with me and logic pro oh she's such a gal she's such a gal i just like make some beats and bops on her beats and a i also had a complete stranger reach out to me the other day and tell me how my little disco number hungry is such a bop and i was like work it's like she's a banger people are appreciating appreciating your art you know yeah so yeah dude well I think that it's it's one of those things where I'm happy you're doing it. It really is a I I've noticed ripples happen I mean, in my life. I'm kind of doing it, apparently. Yeah, but you're starting <laughs> to do it. Whether well, it's like it's like you're doing it or you're not doing it, but you're doing part of it at least, you know. Yeah. And it's like that's going to create some sort of ripple effect, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all we can do. Everyone just you have to start somewhere. You know. Yeah. Do you sure. want to get into? Because I have a dinner in a little bit. Do we want to oh get into gosh. the? I know we're gonna go to hibachi because I need to eat real food. I, I can't just do a hibachi. Yeah, I need to eat real food. Um, I want to ask. Do you know? I I can talk updates on the strike. It seems like LOL. There's a lot of interesting stuff. Um, there's so many things coming out. Yeah. What's but yeah? What's been the one? What's been something that you find? Well, first off, them hiring a new PR is hilarious team is lol especially because it's not just a pr team it's a damage control pr team Mm -hmm. like that's a very specific niche within the niche of having Mm -hmm. a pr team Mm -hmm. um that's like the ocean okay cute yeah okay cute like you yeah because it's it's a bunch of like it's a bunch of fucking arrogant tech bros being like oh yeah we'll just tell that the actors are being fucking annoying and everyone will get it and then it backfires because the the language that Fran and Sagafra and WGA have been using are are about it being labor about being the people yep. who are making the thing and it's not the actors it is but it's labor and putting it into those kind of mm-hmm. like pla- plain terms that people can understand where it's like wait mm-hmm. I'm labor um you know we've really kind of again I've said this before it's the first of many dominoes to fall I'm sure right and I and I do think it's so interesting it's like how do we how do we how do we package evil hmm. <laughs> let's try this way no nope, still sucks corporate uh, to be how do digestible we... for the common person mm, <laughs> how do we shine a turd um uh, mm. you know it's like it's like bitches you you lost the minute you decided to say people should be homeless and you wouldn't pay us the right amount of money which right. isn't a lot a lot and was, really and that was day one that was day one they were evil. Like, honey, of course you're doing a PR, another PR firm that's going to damage control. Y'all are damaged. Y'all are damaged. Damaged. Damaged goods. Y'all are AI robots damaged. It's so messy. It's like, be human for two days, and then you'd be like, oh, wait, maybe I'm the for problem. Real. It's me. Yes, it is. It's, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, definitely this is going to be for the long haul, but... I'm hopeful because they seem to be panicking. Yeah. Oh, they have to be panicking. And what's so funny is like, we know they're panicking. We know how much money they're losing every day, millions and millions. And 
people are still working with independent theaters. Intermigrant is still working, so I don't know what's going on with all that shit. I don't know what. I don't know what's going on with all that because I still see the interim agreement still being done. Uh, I'll yeah. have an audition and it's like, it just got the interim agreement. I'm like, okay, wow. So great. Cool. cool. Um, so I, I, we're still hurting them. We're still getting them where it, it counts. We would love to not have to hurt them. We would love them to just pay us a living wage for our labor um, for what we actually are owed. Um, and we wouldn't have to hurt them like this, but they asked to be hurt. I don't know whether they, why, but they just don't seem to understand. It just keeps going and going. And I don't know what's going to happen when I'm supposed to be pitching later this uh, month in LA, um, September in LA, um, because I can't in solidarity. So it just keeps going and going. And um, I feel like that's, that's fine. A, a pass a PDF across the table and be like, and here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but I can't do it. I can't meet with any studio and I won't with any studio person that is currently making people homeless. Yeah. They don't need my idea. Fuck them. No. And then who's to say that they won't say no and then turn around and make it anyway. And steal it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they won't because I have a rep and, and I, dot my cues and my eyes and I know exactly who's looked at everything and they have to sign a thing. So right. they, they would try, but they're not going to, but the, but the thing is, is like, I don't want to work with any of them until we're, we're paid of, you know, an actual. Right. Because I, like the other thing is too, I think in terms of like the idea of like 15 minutes of fame or whatever, you know, like maybe we're not going to end up being Tyler Perry. Fine. But like, I would mm-hmm. like for the maybe the one one or two things that I make that's solid that I'm proud of to make. Me oh, I want to be Tyler Perry. To live so on. Listen, I'm I want to be. Tyler. I want to be Seth MacFarlane. I get it. Yeah, like, let's like go. That's, I'll that's be Shonda Rhimes. Let's go. Let's actually that. no. I want to be the. I want to be Reese Witherspoon. That's more the path that I like. Oh is my God, actor first. Yes. Yeah, actor I, first. I creator love what second. She's doing by like collecting IP mm-hmm. and using it through her production company. I love that. No, I love what she's doing. She's an absolute baddie. Yeah. Love her. But like, you know, even not not to like diminish what I want or dreams or whatever, but like I would like by chance if the only thing I ever make in my lifetime is the book adaptation, TV series, whatever, Pipeline, I would like to make enough money off of that that I don't need to work again if I don't have to. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, and that I can live that live comfortably enough to create things should I want to, which right. I do want to. You yeah. know, I don't have a singular idea. Like there are many bouncing around up here. <laughs> Every creative does. And that's why I'm like always yeah. LOL. It's like you guys are so stupid and then you won't pay creatives well because guess what? We're multi-talented. We have so much to offer. And you just want to suck us dry and then pay us two bucks. Fucking dumb fucks it's like fucking mm. yeah it's it's well depre- it's depressing it's depressing um but uh, let's see what happens with this whole thing I, I mean i just can't believe how long it's been for the writers and then you know now they're the writers are just like disband them or over them like geez it's just getting yeah. it's just getting i don't know what's gonna happen um i'm not afraid though i know whatever's gonna happen is gonna get rid of the the bloat and the scum sucking yeah. leeches so if that's what has to happen that's what has to happen i would love to work with them as we have done yeah but if you don't want to work with us and don't want to pay us um like human beings you fucking up good luck try your ai nine hundred thousand dollar a year person see what ideas they come up with we'll see you guys next year when you're bankrupt cool let's talk i mean is it even going to take that long (laughs) no i'm just being nice i'm having a good day um can we talk about and i I have to go soon but i want to talk about real quick the spike in covid cases yeah yikes 
Yikes. Yikes. So, so actually, I, I do want to comment on this. A friend of mine sent me a video that was kind of alleging to some kind of, like, powers that be conjuring more COVID cases for social control experiments or whatever. It was kind of mm-hmm. unhinged. And I was like, please don't tell me that you are, no. like, your brain is rotting. Red-pilled. Yeah. Because it was, like, this doctor or this nurse who worked in a hospital in Florida that was, like, our supervisor came to us and said you know, get ready for a big spike in COVID cases next week. And they're like, how do you know that there's going to be a spike in COVID cases? And then they were trying to allude to the fact that the system was doing it. And I'm like, no, we can see numbers of infections. And that we'd like, I know so many people who have it right now. Mm -hmm. Me um, too. (laughs) That like. Starting to get closer and closer to like. Right. Because the way that it works is like, it, it, it is we've said this forever oh it's just like the flu now yes well you get a flu shot once a year so like we need to be prepared to have flu shots once a year thank you like COVID that was my answer to this because yeah it's this because we aren't in- vaccinated anymore like all of us who got vaccinated even to the point of like other than other than older people yeah we don't have them we're not yeah. vaccinated anymore had, it's worn I out i think i had three boosters two boosters i, I had two boosters because i was that's as most as you're allowed at our in our age range yeah whatever the maximum is i've had it yeah i did it and but like if we're gonna say this is like the flu then we need to be prepared to have like the mutation of the flu shot right like i mean i think the current flu shot has like seven different mutations in it yeah it's like five or seven or something like that where they just pick the top likelihood um strains and then that's in the shot it's not and, and then that makes us more um impervious to those particular strains. Yeah. If we were acting like that was COVID, the same thing, we'd be fine. It doesn't make any sense that people are saying that a va- again. I'm not even this, but it doesn't make any sense that now the the vaccine that's for COVID is any more dangerous than the 15 ones they all shot us up with when we were born and the flu shot that they give us every year. Stop making it about you know because that's what's actually making this worse is people won't get vaccinated then, so yeah. it just keeps mutating I and just, getting stronger. I was stronger. just working. I was just working with a woman who I said something about getting a booster. And she was like, don't get the booster. And I was like, why? Uh, why? And I just looked straight. I was like, why would I not do that? Why? And she didn't really have an answer. <laughs> like these fucking Long Island. Like... I forgot they were like doctors. I forget that every person that's like, no, is like a scientist, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, whatever you a call it. What professional. Is that? <laughs> yes. But what's like, what's the person called that does, does like specializes in pandemics and stuff. Epidemiologists. Yeah. Epidemiologists, I didn't realize they were yeah. epi- I, like, I know. I didn't realize I knew so many epidemiologists. That's oh my so God. Crazy. You're an epidemiologist. Oh my God. You're an epidemiologist. Oh my God, lady. You read two blogs and then uh, it told you to suck <laughs> lemons instead. Wow. You know what? Why don't you go ahead and, and suck grandma's dad's work? Yeah. I like, love that. It really works well. <laughs> no, that's my thing. It's like, look, if you don't want to do any of some medical issue that has to do with you whatever okay but in the general population if we don't freaking vaccine versus something it's gonna just keep going and it's gonna do it anyway guys but it's not gonna be as bad and i've noticed that a lot of my friends that have gotten it recently are people i know it's been a bad one and i think that's because our our vaccines have worn off or not worn off but you know they aren't well yeah i mean because not all of them are meant for lifetime like some of them are like measles mumps Mm -hmm. rubella like that's a one and done kind of thing but like even or like the hepatitis uh, shots that they developed, I think, are lifetime. Yeah. yeah. There's an HPV one now that's like a lifetime. Yeah. Um, but there's some that are not... like 10 years. There's some that are, you know, yeah. tetanus is 10 or whatever it is. Yeah. And... We're just not there yet. So right. it's like, you know, mm. it's. I'm I'm frustrated with. 
I'm frustrated with the fact that we're now at well over three years into this and there are still people that are like, like sucking the teat of misinformation. Like, come on, yeah. guys. Come on. You know, the if conspiracy this was really... theories are still mm. out there and like, sure, it's kind of fun. Sure. It's fun and entertaining to like, like theorize that there's mm-hmm. some big government conspiracy behind it. Sure. Cool, fine. But I would rather err on the side of caution than not. And also, like, even if there is some big giant government conspiracy about this or a number of other things that you want to talk about, sure. We're this never, is the one. We're never gonna know about it. And also you aren't gonna be the one to crack that code. It's not right. gonna be it's not gonna be you. And so, also like, us in New York lost so many people from this thing. Oh my god! That it's no. it's borderline just insane not to protect yourself against it. And I hate the little they whipped it up so fast. I'm like, that's that's, that's why it's happens. only coverage. That's what happens when there's a world pandemic and it's killing the economy and they want I mean, people back it's, to work. It's that's that that argument always makes me laugh. It's like, oh well, it, it was so rushed and what it's like. Okay, what do you think is going to happen when the entire world stops? pools resources into an international effort to come up with something as simple as a vaccine which we've been mm-hmm. doing medicine behind for about 100 years yes for literally 100 think, years what do you think is going to happen what do you think is going to be able to come of that you think it's going to come fast Boom. because it probably will yeah Boom. so so like soapy it's just it's the shit for brains for me like let's yeah put, let's put two and two together and get four and not 13 you know yeah 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 but anyway, all that to say. Anyway, cool. Love that. If you do, if you do think that there's a conspiracy theory, great. You know what? You're never going to get to the bottom of it. Why don't we just yeah, like good luck. live our lives and and do whatever? And I don't care. I'm going to vote when I need to vote. I'm going to do yeah. the things I need to do to take care of myself. I'm going to literally open my eye and just shove the needle. Give me that vaccine, <laughs> bitch. Oh, uh, 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 oh yeah. Do it. Yeah. Put it in my it. mouth. I don't Please. care where my you, eyes. I don't care where you put it shit. as long as it works. Yes. As long as I don't get the, that, the video. I think, I think that might be a podcast title. I don't care where you put it as long as it works. It works. I love we're, that title. We're getting these at the what? end. I love it. I love Dude, it. I like that they're like the grand finale. They're like the, um, they're the like grand, the, it's like the big reveal at the end. The big reveal is we're talking this about is our, <laughs> Right. <laughs> but um, I also want to say last thing, last thing. I just want to okay. say it because I do have to go. Um, since this is I want to be a rich bitch podcast, I just want to sum it up in that. Yes, the world, America is struggling right now. Yes, all these things monetarily aren't going it, but I'm saying like more than ever, have autonomy, fight for your rights, fight for your wage, fight for your, um, I, I mean, your, your, your will to have a living wage, your will to like feed your family and pay for yourself and, and live a, a happy, abundant life. You have to fight for it sometimes. And it's, it's looking like that's really what's happening. It's the labor movement is leading the charge against corporate greed right now. So join us, um, even if you're not in a union, but join us by, um, you know, no, leveling up yourself, looking at yourself, just like in the artist way, thinking about what brilliant person you already are and what you deserve in life and don't settle for anything less. We keep settling. People keep settling for bullshit and it just keeps happening. Now the burden shouldn't be on the, 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 those just victimized, but we need to think about outside of the box ways to do it. So for that woman whose husband has passed on and she's still getting Verizon bills, I said, did you tweet them? Did you or X them, whatever fuck it's called? Did you, you know, publicly humiliate them with the scenario? She's like, no. I'm like, if you literally did that and you're still charging my dead husband, Ryzen would have have a person messaging you immediately because they're embarrassed. Put them on blast. 
put them on blast. And that's what you need to do. Stop going for bullshit and put that shit on blast and declare your self-worth to be higher than 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 what you're given because it's not we should we should almost partner with her and be like let's do it (laughs) yeah like i'm gonna help you just tell me what i can do yeah yeah, i know i feel like i'm gonna get the twitter i'll use my tiktok i feel like i'm gonna get in the weeds like i felt like six people here that i'm like should i am i gonna adopt you oh wait i need to calm down like you know it's like a lot um but i want to but um anyone listening to this podcast this is our way of saying declare your worth fight for what for what's right and but don't be ashamed to work hard for the money because you better treat it right so you better treat her right. That's what I got. Put the money on the table. You're so rich. Uh, pay me. Pay me.